We're live. Welcome to the Russell and Nick podcast. I am your host, Russell, and uh, the person that's eerily quiet in the background being weird is my co-host, the other half of this podcast, Nick. Uh, Welcome, Nick. Are we live? Yeah, I'm Russell's better half of this podcast, so that's what I would be referred to, Russell's better half. You are not my better half, Russell. For this podcast, I am. No, you're not. First of all, you're not better than me at anything. Secondly, better half makes it seem like we go together. We definitely don't. We go on this podcast. You're not my type. I'm I'm everyone's type. Everybody's type. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so... Let's just get right to it. Uh, we will come up with an official name of the podcast later. Right now, it's just titled The Russell and Nick Podcast. We are working through this, so we appreciate you all working with us and listening as we continue to grow, and hopefully you stay with us for this journey. Uh, even when we started talking about this, this is something that has been in the work for, ooh, what, 15 years now, roughly? It's been a long time. We have thoughts, ideas, comments, jokes, everything that we've wanted to share we feel like other people need to hear it so this is and we've been putting this idea off for i don't know how long so yeah. we finally got together this probably been a three-year work in progress thing which is we made it way more complicated than it should have been so finally we're getting together y'all gonna get these jokes y'all gonna get these yeah. ideas if y'all like them y'all like them if not then who cares is it, you know, <laughs> just doing this, you know, blow off some steam, get some thoughts off our heads and just have fun, really. Yeah. And to piggyback off of what Nick said, we met in college um, and we've known each other for about 15 years now. We went through, you know, obviously all our trials and tribulations. But the one of the main things is that we've always thought that we were hilarious and people have always told us y'all are hilarious. Y'all should have a show. And uh we never really took that seriously, but we always laughed and joked about it was a good idea or whatever. And then the podcast medium really came to the forefront as something that was viable. So we started kicking it around. But Nick was in Florida at the time. Um, I was in Texas. It was just didn't seem possible. And we didn't really know what was going on or how to do it. And finally, over the past couple of weeks, and it's funny, and I'll get into what really inspired us to go ahead and say we just got to do it. But. Um, about a week or two ago, we were just like, man, let's just go ahead and do it. So um, I recorded a test episode, tested out my mic and put it live. You all are more than welcome to check that out. But it's literally just a um, just my opinion on, <laughs> on a touchy <laughs> subject. <laughs> and, right, um, by the way, I, I enjoy it. It's, it's about 17, 18 minutes worth. But uh, I guarantee you, you will enjoy all of it. So, yeah. Um, and. So even just to get into it, what really motivated us of all things, the weirdest thing was the Aisha Curry situation. Um, My opinion has already been stated. Uh, I know this topic is a little old now, but I really think there's some good talking points. So I'll, you know, kind of tee it up for Nick and just let him, you know, I'll let him let him give it up. Let him talk about what he wants to to say on that. But um as you all may or may not know, I'm assuming everybody knows about at this point, um, Aisha Curry was on Red Table Talk with the queen, Jada Pinkett Smith, and um, they were just conversing about a topic. Uh, Aisha more or less said, and I don't have the quote in front of me, but uh, Aisha more or less said that when they're out with together, her and her husband, Steph, um, I hope you know who Steph Curry is by this point, that 
he gets all of these groupies throwing himself, throwing themselves at him, and she feels forgotten essentially. Um, she nobody makes advances at her or nobody notices her, and uh, it really it seems to affect her self esteem. Now Jada also said that she suffered through something similar, but she also said that it's more than likely that Aisha just doesn't notice. So Nick, what do you think about that subject? First of all, I think Jada is full of BS because I don't ever think it's been a time when no one was lusting over Jada. So I just want to put that out there. <laughs> um, but also with Aisha, uh, and you touched on a couple of these points on your your uh, version um, on the earlier pro- podcast uh, that you did alone. But one, St- Steph Curry has too much respect out there, you know, so not many people is going to go after Aisha Curry because Steph is so likable. I mean, he's family man. He's not in any scandals. He's a, you know, Christian, a faithful follower of, of God. So it's just so much about him. He can shoot a jump shot from 80 feet out without looking. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's much like the, the guy grew a beard to be more likable. Like he had, he had a, a little mustache and then grew a beard. Like who does that? So it's so many things about the guy that you, you really can't hate. Uh, I, the only thing I hate, and you touched on it on Facebook, is that he chews his mouthpiece while I'm busting you for 40. I would have to fight him, but that's a different story. Bro, he would catch two hands <laughs> to the face, elbow to the neck or something. You're not, about to, you're not about to shoot a uh, – uh, you're not shooting, shoot a three and get fired, get an A and one, and then chew your mouthpiece and do that little shimmy. It's not going to happen. Bro, you got to choose one. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with that being said – it's not too many dudes out there trying to holler at Aisha Curry. Also, Aisha Curry is not a type of person that puts herself out like that. So with the respect they have for Steph Curry, and it doesn't leave much to the imagination for the guys out there to say, oh, I want Aisha Curry. You know, she doesn't have any provocative photos out there. You know, she, you know, always with the family. She's, you know, she's just a good Girl, so no one is gonna just go out there, especially with her being married now. Single Curry, single Aisha Curry, or Aisha, whatever her name was before Curry, could get it. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> she could get it, <laughs> but at, at, I'm not gonna try to holler at Steph, everybody loves Curry's wife. So, of course, I mean, I, I completely understood what she's saying, you know, as, as a mother, you, you've sacrificed so much. Uh, with your body, you know, your body changes as you know, you have children. Um, you know, she's at home while Steph Curry's on the road, um, probably getting all the type of attention while she's taking care of everything in the house. So you do want that, um, you know, you, you want somebody to affirm that you're, you know, still that sexy, sexy person that they married to. So I get it. But she's living like the dream that every female wants to live, you know, have a faithful husband. They're rich, beautiful kids. Um, just living a lovely lifestyle. So I think I get what she said. I, I feel like she could have worded it a different way. So, and I'll pause you right there. Um, just to kind of get into a recap briefly of some of the things that I said. Um, one, I feel like, and you can tell me if, if you agree, but there are only a handful of things that a man really respects about another man. Mm-hmm. It's usually money. It's how you treat your family or how well you take care of your family, which kind of ties off with money, but it also goes into emotional support. And, you know, are you a a-hole? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All this other type of stuff. And then it's athletic prowess. 
bro, Steph checks all three of those. Like, he checks all three of them off. Like, you can't make $70 million, be a wonderful husband, and bust me for 50 <laughs> and I'm going to come talk to your wife. Like, it's just not going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, and the other thing that we all know, I mean, if you've paid attention to social media, have you seen Aisha? Aisha does has always presented herself, purposely, I might add, presented herself as a wholesome person, exactly. as a wholesome wife, this woman of God, this person who is to be respected. Um, she has gone out of her way to critique women who dress in a certain way or who may show a little more skin or a little more of their curves. I mean, you know, I saw a meme the other day that Aisha came out in what I think were box braids and somebody said that she looked like uh, Lois off of Family Guy. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But she doesn't accentuate any of her physical um in her physical attributes and not that she should or that she needs to it, this is just an observation that I'm making so if you purposely cover up your physical assets and you present yourself this way as someone who should be respected because make no mistake about it if I know for a fact that you are married and I come up and holler at you it's blatant disrespect to you and your union it is exactly I agree and not that any, not that there are plenty of men who don't care about you being married. I know quite a few of them, but at the same time, they know that they're also disrespecting your union. So, hey, if Buddy catches them, if their husband catches you, then it is what it is. They got to deal with those consequences. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like that's the other aspect of it. Like you can't ask for respect. Actually, be one of the few women who get respect all the time, or not all the time. I can't speak for her, but. Publicly, a lot of people tend to respect you from what I've noticed mm-hmm. and then wonder why you're not being disrespected. Now, I also want to add a caveat of saying I know what she was trying to say. And yeah. I understand it. Uh, when you and I were talking privately, we spoke about I was like, if I if you and I go out, you know, two or three times a week and every time we go out. Women are always like, oh, look at Nick. Nick is so handsome. I want to do nasty things to Nick. (laughs) The only attention I get is like, hey, can you hold my camera and take a picture of me and Nick? Eventually, I'm going to feel some type of way about that. Now, even to get into me a little bit, I am, Paul, I have been married (laughs) for, uh, it'll be seven years and a couple of days to the love of my life. I've been with this woman um, off and on since high school. I have no interest whatsoever in approaching any woman or any woman approaching me. But at the same time, I still want them to be like, hey, look at him. Even if it's just like, dang, his wife is a lucky man, or a lucky woman. My wife isn't a man. But um, <laughs> dang, she's lucky. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have a running joke. I tell people, I don't work out to have a six-pack. I work out so that if my wife and I are walking on the beef, on the beef, on the beach, women are like, mm, Damn, she's lucky. That's what I work out for. Like, that's my goal. If I reach that level, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I want to spend too much time because you had a, a podcast on this earlier. But right. I, somebody, I saw something on social media where they were saying, you you know, you guys don't care about people being married. Uh, Megan Good is still married. Is married, and you guys are still in her inbox. But again, it goes to how you present yourself. Like. Main good is still out there in, you know, lingerie and things of that nature. So it leaves some imagination, uh, you know, for nasty thoughts. 
But I don't even know if Aisha Curry has cleavage. So, <laughs> well, you know. And to be fair, Megan has her, her public opinion out, or appearance outside of her movies is very clean cut these days. Uh, but we were introduced to Megan before she made those changes exactly. in a way that not saying that she should be disrespected because no woman deserves to be disrespected. That's not what I'm implying. But we were just introduced to her as more of a sex symbol. We've mm-hmm. never been introduced to Aisha as a sex symbol. If she came out initially and presented herself as a sex symbol and that was what it was, then she would probably have those same interactions that you talk about with uh, making Good. Yep. Yep. So that's our, our brief talk on that. Like, I mean, this is a couple of weeks old, so it's not really um, important that's relevant. Yeah. right now. So we'll kind of get away from that for a second. But um, yeah, man. So <laughs> you... uh. Out here, out here, as the kids might say, no cap, whatever. No cap. Uh, <laughs> tell me, well, as the, the single dude, you know, I, I, and I hope my wife isn't listening, but I live vicariously through you. Not in the sense of all these women that, you know, you keep on your team, but. Whoa. This, huh? Well, don't what? worry about that. Well, don't worry about that. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> we, um, as far as like traveling, just up, like the lack of responsibility sometimes is uh, appears way more fun than it may be. So I want to make sure that we give you the opportunity to have your segment. Tell me what the, what the single life looks like. What was your, what's your weekends like? What'd you do last weekend? Um, I mean, it's definitely well. last weekend was mother's day. So I shot down there to, you know, spend time with my mother. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as being single and kidless, that's, that's key. Single and kidless. It's easier to just, well, you know, do what you want to do at any any given time. If I want to, you know, go to Alaska on Friday after work, I don't have to start behind a babysitter. Uh, I don't have to take an, I don't have to ask my significant other, hey, is it okay if I go? You know, I can just do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. So yeah, going to Alaska on a Wednesday is crazy. <laughs> but I mean, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah. We don't know for sure that you don't have a 13 year old son. Oh, um, until so. I sign the birth certificate <laughs> or get something with some child support papers, I am kidless. Oh uh, well, I mean, if that's how you choose to look at it, I'll tell little Dick maybe next year. Hey, well, it depends on how good he is at sports. If I claim him or not, <laughs> if he's hooping, he's yours. <laughs> he's hooping. If I see him in some AAU tournaments, <laughs> yeah, hey little nigga, you belong to me. <laughs> the my jeans. <laughs> But no, it's, it's cool, man. It's, it's just like, you know, of course you, you always want – well, I, I can't speak for all single guys, but, you know, sometimes you, you want something to come home to or, right. you know, or, you know it, it does get a little lonely sometimes. But, you know, everything happens for a reason at this right time. So, uh, but overall, it, it's cool, man, not to have to – not to have to check in with anybody or not have to ask for permission. Not necessarily ask for permission, but, you know – inform uh, uh, your significant other of what your plans are, what you're doing. Or sometimes I just feel like doing nothing and not being bothered, you know. So it, yeah. it, has, this, it has this perks. Not being bothered. Wish I knew what that was like. Hey, hey, honey, I love you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's real good. Like, I have a day, I'm like, man, I just don't feel like dealing with anybody. And, you know, if I come home, and it's like I got kids and a dog and a wife. Like, hey, how's your day? I'm like, look, I just get out of my face before I punch you. No Kareem Hunt. But uh, you're, you're talking to the dog, clearly. 
I, yeah, yeah, no, no Mike Vick, but uh, <laughs> it's just like like you just love that peace and quiet, or or I get to sleep in on weekends. I don't have uh, some little feet open up my door at five fifteen in the morning, wanting Lucky Charms and want to uh, listen to Baby Shark for the fourteenth time Baby that Shark. morning. Yeah, so, uh, but again, you know, you know that that look in your child's eyes is, is kind of like rewarding. So it, like I said, it has pros and cons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Overrated. laughs> no, shout out to, uh, I'm going to say this until she's old enough to understand it. I mean, it's cool. I mean, we already have our secret handshake, so you can't break that bond. It's pretty official now. Um, <laughs> and by secret handshake, I mean that she will openly teach it to anybody that wants to know. <laughs> so, so secretive, right? But that's my, that's that's my my girl. But I'm gonna tell you, man, you mm-hmm. made single life sound boring. So tell me, what you got going this weekend? What what's what's popping? What's going on this weekend? You out here? You hitting the strip clubs? What you doing? So today is my birthday. So birthday. thank you, thank you. So what I plan on doing with one of another one of my uh, recently single friends is that we're just hitting up St. Louis, uh, riding out to St. Louis. It's just Spending a weekend down, spending a weekend down there, just to kind of see what's going on. Uh, Are you one going of my, to Nellyville? Oh, I gotta go to Nellyville. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, just for the people listening, um, Nick and I are both, or were both. Let me rephrase that. Really big Nelly fans, um, and it's recorded now, so it's official. But um, when we were in college, that was actually something. But Nick was a little more uh, diehard than I was. I really uh, like listening to Nelly, but Jay-Z is my favorite in the best. But so I always give Nick a hard time about uh, just some of the how uncool Nelly became. I mean, at the time, Nelly was the hottest artist. He had all the women, uh, all the money, was on all the Billboard charts. And then it's like, man, after what, sweatsuit? It was just a wrap. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean, he's the reason I started wearing Air Force Ones. Like, I was, <laughs> in my mind, I was an honorary St. Lunatic. <laughs> so, I mean, I even wore a vocal. I had headbands on <laughs> with my braids. Like, I was I was a lunatic. Bruh, I could see you next to, sitting in between Kiwan and Ali, like, <laughs> talking about up here. Oh, dirt. <laughs> Dirty. Yeah, I was, I was official. But yeah, we're heading there this weekend. Uh, again, my bucket list is to visit every major league ballpark. So heading to Kansas City uh, after St. Louis to visit two ballparks. But just plan on going out, seeing the city. Uh, I don't want to go into much detail of what's going to go on, uh, but just plan on having a good time. Never been to St. Louis before, so you know, hopefully, it's good to me this weekend. Oh, it's going to be good to you, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that's the- <laughs> you know, of course. <laughs> Especially with who you're going with, I'm sure they're gonna make sure you have a good time. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not supposed to speak too much on it, but uh, yeah, he uh, he's 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 a good time. He's fun. <laughs> shout, out <No>. to our, <laughs> shout out to our homie that uh, may or may not listen because he, hey, he, he may join a couple of podcasts. I know he's he's had interest in actually being on one, um, so we may look to include him in future podcasts. Yeah, it'll be good to get his opinion on a couple of things, some of these inside jokes that'll probably come together full circle. So we'll get some some funny stories eventually out of them. So 
Yeah, man. So, uh, what else did you have a topic? What did you want to talk about? So, uh, with, with the with the NBA playoffs, you know, coming around, and we're about to get to the finals as, as well. The Warriors have already clinched their spot in the finals for the hundredth time in a row, and then it's between Toronto and Milwaukee for that last spot. But uh, it's been a lot of talk around because, of course, Durant's last year is up. So about what he'll do with his free agency spot. But I want to kind of talk his legacy. How do you view his legacy as a basketball player when you're talking about one of the greats? I mean, he has two rings. He has two finals MVP. He has won an MVP. Um, so the, the accolades are there. So when you're discussing Durant, is he in the conversation with the, you know, some of the greatest to ever play the game? Uh, I mean, I think if you don't list Durant as one of the all-time greats, then you're just being petty. Like, something's wrong with you. I mean, clearly, the guy – I mean, it's hard for me to say he's the best just because we still got LeBron. And even before I go any further, if you look at LeBron, LeBron averaged, what, 27, 8, and 9 and in a down off. year? <laughs> That's you correct. know what I'm saying? So, I mean – let, let, I mean, let's just take a second to acknowledge that. You know how I feel about LeBron. I haven't always been the biggest LeBron fan. And then I, I have mixed emotion about him coming to my Lakers. But we'll save that one for another mm-hmm. <laughs> another time. But, man, so, KD, I, I guess I'll get to what the crux of this conversation is about. It doesn't hamper my opinion on him at all that he came to uh, Golden State. It doesn't. Uh, I feel like people forget that the NBA or sports in general is a business. These owners use people up. And, you know, I'm kind of jaded by being, you know, a football head or football nut or whatever you want to call it. So I always envision that. But it's the same thing in the NBA. Like they use you until they can't use you anymore. And then, you know, you're done for. And so while you're there, you're going to put yourself in a best situation the money's going to be the same why not go somewhere where you're going to have fun and where you're going to win a championship because i i hate to say it but if you're on teammate if you're telling me that you want to be a teammate with russ you'll never win a championship period so why would you not get out of there i mean to me he is going to go down one of the all-time greats now where exactly he falls on that list i don't know i don't even know if he's necessarily top five, but we're talking about to ever dribble a basketball. Like he's probably solidly in the top 10 already. I mean, just being on that list is, is crazy in and of itself. Like, I mean, if somebody told me, Hey Russell, we'll redo your whole athletic career, but you'll only end up being one of the top 10 uh, basketball players ever. Then I'm going to sign up for that, you know? Yeah. And I don't think, I don't even see how anybody can argue otherwise, but I'm sure you're about to. Exactly. Um, no, I, I'll go ahead and say this. Durant will probably go down as the best scorer in the, the ever played the game. When I say score, that person can – he can score anyway, three-point, drive it to the basket, mid-range, post-up. Just Man, shut up. He ain't better than the white mamba. I mean, that's for another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as a just a pure score that you can give the ball to, and at any moment he can score, that would be Kevin Durant, hands down to me. Uh, with that being said, as a competitor and as a top five player in the league, I feel like he hurt his legacy going to the Warriors. Now, I had no problem with him leaving the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder 
because I don't think him and Russell Westbrook could work together. Um, but I had a problem with him going to a team that, one, he was up 3-1 on, and then also set the NBA record in with wins. So as far as being competitive, they didn't need – Durant needed them more than they needed Durant. And I'm perfectly fine with him choosing another team instead of the Warriors. He could have went to the Wizards at that time. They were they had just got put out by Boston. I was cool with him going to Boston. I was cool with him going to pretty much any other team, but the two teams that were in the finals. So why? I mean, but why does that even? I I get it. Like, yeah, you lost to them or whatever. And, but at the same time, if you look at a blank slate moving forward, which is what it is, you can't do anything about the past. Why would you not go to a team that's going to win a championship? Like, why would you not put yourself in the best situation? Like, when you were recently moving back, uh, you know what I'm saying? You were evaluating where you really wanted to go. You had a few options, right? Like, why would – if, let's say, one of the teams had – or one of the companies that wanted to bring you over had recently beaten you out on a project or whatever the case may be, would you then be like, nah, I can't go with them because they beat me on a project at my last job? That sounds stupid. So why would you – not do the same thing in basketball. If I had other options that were similar, and then I know that with those options, I better my chances of beating them out, yes. Now, it, when you come to money and things like that, or situations like that, then, okay, I will have to take that into consideration. But if it's uh, on the same scale, and the only thing is, is this one team beat me out and this other team didn't, and for me, I'm a competitor. Like, I, I hate to lose at anything. Anybody knows me, like, we can have a spitting contest and I want to win. Like, it's in, nothing that, that, that I do uh, that I don't want to win in. So, for me to stack the odds like that, as, as I'm a top five player, that's not me. So, so would I do what Durant did? Never. Like, that's why I respect players like Dame Lillard, you know, even Westbrook. I mean, it's hard to win a, a ring with them, but they're so competitive that people come – I want people to come to me. I don't want to go to them. But it's not a it's not a similar situation. There's no similar situation in the NBA. Like there's nowhere else he was going to go and be in as good of a situation. Like you were basically yes, he could have went to, Boston. to take he, the second best he, go to he, Boston. He could have went to Boston. Would have got no you're kidding me. Like it, man, the the Warriors as they were without him would have beat the brakes off of him and Kyrie. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I I, I can't agree with you there. I don't know. We don't know because he took the coward road road out. As a top five player, he chose road. that was a coward road road. Excuse me, but I, I just if if you're that damn good, I don't understand why you would pick the team that just went. It's just it's a weak way out. That's me as a competitor and as the type of player Durant is. That's the weak way out, and you won't be able to change my mind on that. I'm not trying to change your mind because you're wrong, and it's just <laughs> it is what it is. But whenever you and I argue, you're always wrong, so I'm used to it. Oh, gotcha. I mean, it's, it's okay if you like to take the easy way out of things, which, I mean, that may work for you. I mean, it worked in college. So, hey, you know. <laughs> And I got better grades than you did. Well, that's because you're a better writer. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, like, I, was, I would respect him if he, if he went to another team and won one ring versus the two rings and two MVPs that he has now. I, I just, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I respect – Dirt Nowinski's ring more than I respect Durant's two rings. <laughs> That's absolutely insane. 
Um, the NBA is not even the same anymore. Like, and, and, and I'm saying I don't, I don't mind him going to another team. That's not my issue. My issue no. is the team he chose. He, he, he's a top. It was at that time he was probably a top three player, and he went to a team that just went set the record for the NBA wins. That's a team that didn't win the championship, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, you're, you're that's important. Like that team was like just got knocked off. So it's not like this team. Oh, I got hurt. That's the only. I mean, not hurt. He got suspended. That's the only reason they didn't win it. Only reason. It wasn't because they needed Durant. Durant wasn't the missing piece of why they didn't win it. Draymond getting hurt turned a whole. I mean, not hurt. Suspended. Turned a whole ties of the game of the series. That's it. I mean, but you act like Draymond doesn't kick people in the ding-dong all the time. Like, coming out of that series, if I'd have told you, hey, make a $1,000 bet that Draymond Green will never kick somebody else in the ding-dong, you would not have taken that bet. So, I mean, he very well could have done that the very next year. Like, he was doing that on a way more uh, frequent basis than what I'm comfortable with admitting. Well, he he should got suspended that last series because he did it against OKC. Yeah, I mean, you – Bruh, I, I'm not a, a hooper. I, I, surprise, surprise to anybody listening. But I've been in enough athletic situations to know that you don't accidentally kick somebody there. Like, Well, this situation was he, he was one technical away from being suspended, and that was when him and uh, LeBron James was tangled up, and they said he grabbed LeBron James' leg when they were trying to get up. So they both got double technicals, and then that's what suspended him for the next game. Well, he shouldn't have been kicking, kicking people in their man area. But again, I respect I, I respect the competitor. I can't call you a true competitor if you're going to make, to slant the competition vastly. And that was a a, a huge slash in, in in power when he went to the Warriors. Like it was no team that could legitimately compete with them. It was no team out there. I don't even think the East All Stars could have competed with them. That's I'm speechless. Like I don't know what else to say. Like that's that you can't. I mean, nothing else you can. You're a Cowboys fan. It's nothing else you can say. A Cowboys fan, bro. You're an Eagles fan. Stop it. I mean, y'all ain't been good since 1994. Bro, we finished better than y'all last year. What are you talking about? What did y'all do with that? Y'all got put out the same round we got put out. No, we didn't. Yes, I did. Pull it up, bro. We're on a podcast. Stop. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You know I'm just as petty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, y'all are living in the 90s, which is cool. Y'all had y'all fun, but it wasn't. Bruh, you got – oh, my God, bro. You, y'all are uh, – oh, No, listen. Ah, listen. Are you kidding me? No, no you got one ring. You're not, talking about not respecting somebody's ring. Bro, you got one ring. When, like 20 – You got one, one bro. One, you, you got one oh, ring. We've at least been to a Super Bowl. We y'all haven't even been to an NFC Championship game, bro. Y'all got one ring. Y'all had arguably the best uh, wide receiver ever, and then y'all also had Donovan McNabb, and y'all kept losing. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Losing. We only had him for one season, and we went to the Super Bowl, and you lost. Tom Brady, the goat. That's like saying Carmelo, you suck. You lost to Jordan. Ugh, you trash. It's Michael Jordan. Bro, when the last when the last time you heard somebody talking about oh man, you know who's cold? Carl Malone. Everybody. I don't, nobody. Nobody. I don't know what you go to. I don't want to I d I don't want to confuse what I'm saying. I'm not saying he wasn't cold. 
he was one of the greatest players to ever play, arguably, you know what I'm saying, what, top two in his position? Yeah. Um, if not number one. So I, I don't want to confuse that. But I'm talking about in casual conversation. Like, when we're talking about the greatest players ever, I don't go in my Carl Malone bag. I don't go, oh, man, you remember that post move that the mailman had? Like, nobody says that. But don't, don't talk about greatest quarterbacks and say, oh, man, y'all remember Donovan McNabb? Man, he was one of the greatest. He does when you talk about black quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> they get drafted. <laughs> That's why Haskins is in Washington. <laughs> and Daniel Jones is in New York. I think Donovan – didn't Donovan go first round, though? Uh, yeah, but – So shut up. <laughs> I mean, so did Haskins, but he, he should have been after Daniel Jones. Um, you talking about Eli's tether? Yes. We could have been, we could be Redskins fans, you know. So there, there was a meme of Eli and um, Daniel throwing uh, side by side, and it said, "Eli, he that's Eli." He said, "Eli, why am I uh, watching so much film of the Patriots?" He said, "Because here in New York, we either go five and eleven, or we beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. <laughs> There's no in between." And that is facts. Oh man, so. <laughs> But yeah, but and also don't want everybody to think that this is going to be strictly sports. Um, we will be touching on all type of topics um, throughout the the world. But it just so happened that sports is the easiest segue to because everybody talks about sports mostly. So uh, I'm not I'm not touching nothing. Uh, not in the Me Too era. So I, you can touch on whatever you want to touch on. I mean, it may be like a joke or something. You got you can't live in fear. I mean. You know, whatever whatever works for you, man. I'm not here to hold you back. <laughs> well, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> That's the same thing Harvey Weinstein said. You know what? That's your new name, Nick Weinstein. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, I didn't know. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> if that's what you're into, bro, I, I, <laughs> I'm not here to judge you. I'm only here to help. Oh. Uh, you don't judge. All right. Bro, I never judge you. In fact, I actually probably you. I probably should have judged you a couple of times. Probably would have kept you from doing some of the wild stuff you've done. You know what? I don't regret anything I've done in life. <laughs> it's all a learning, learning, teaching moment, and uh, I made me a better person. The snowstorm made you a better person. Yeah, <laughs> I was able to assess the weather situation and make sure, it <laughs> and it worked. That person is still alive today. Hey, I, I didn't say anything about a person. I just asked you a question. I'm just saying, you know, that they're they're still alive and well and doing a lot better, if you ask me. A lot better, if you ask me. Um, well, what else you uh, <laughs> what else you got on your on your agenda? Uh, as of right now, uh, nothing because I actually need to start uh, here soon, start packing because I haven't packed for a trip I'm about to leave on in a couple of hours. So. Oh, man. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got another subject that I wanted, and I don't oh, I remember you telling me about that. You wouldn't tell me what it was. The me, I don't have the meme right in front of me, but I'll uh, <laughs> I, I, I pretty much remember the gist of it. So, as you all probably have noticed by now, I see a lot of memes and gifs and gifs or however you pronounce it. It's an argument. I'll punch you in the face if you disagree. But um, 
I see a lot of that stuff going on, on the internet. There was one that caught my attention and really set one of my groups on fire. So I wanted to ask Nick here. Now, just to tee this up a little bit, what are you doing? Oh, I was just walking. Bro, stop walking. I can hear every... This sounds like you're crunching on, like, baby teeth or something. Oh, Weird. <laughs> um, but Nick is um, Nick is problematic. Nick is a misogynist, um, and what? Nick is incredibly frugal. No, I'm giving you all type of compliments. Misogynist means great person. Um, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> but so I like to ask these type of questions to Nick. So Nick, this meme was of a young lady. Uh, she took a, a, a selfie of only her face, and uh, her eyebrows were freshly done. And she basically said that to anybody who dates her is responsible for the following bills. Um, her rent's about sixteen hundred. I think it was sixteen fifty six. Her, including uh, or her all of her bills, her household bills total. About five hundred dollars, so we're about twenty one hundred or so, twenty one hundred, twenty two hundred. Uh, her nails um, and eyebrows, which were about a hundred dollars every two weeks, so another two hundred there. Her car payment, which is about three to four hundred dollars, uh, and just any other various expenses. So if you date her and you want some of that cookie, some of that loving, you're responsible for all of those bills. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where to start with that, but I, I think I've seen that same meme uh, out there because I think my brother actually posted it. Um, then, I mean, you know what? I'm not going to say initially what I wanted to say, but <laughs> um, let's say this girl is one of the finest uh, chicks out there. She wasn't, but go ahead. I, I know she wasn't. That's why I wasn't going to say my initial. That's why I wanted. <laughs> For the sake of this conversation, let's say she was Maya. And anybody that knows me know that I would do all kind of crazy, unmentionable things to Maya. You would definitely let Maya spit in your mouth. Oh, uh, yeah. I would swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a Meek Mill reference, by the way. Not anything uh, weird that I came up with. <laughs> I, 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 like I said, I don't judge. <laughs> There is no way in hell that I would have paid any of those. <laughs> and first of all, for for a female to think a person should be obligated to pay their bills is nuts in itself. Um, this is not 1950. Uh, some women are making more than men. Uh, we're not asking women to be in the kitchen and you know do all of this. You know we understand so. It should be like a 50-50 thing. Like, I shouldn't expect a woman to be the only one that cook or only one that cleans, does laundry, things like that. It should be a 50-50. So, um, with that being said, there's no one in hell I would pay any one of her bills. First of all, with that mentality, it's not going to work between us at all. Because uh, um, for you to demand some things that you're, is, you're responsible for is, is crazy to me. Uh, second, I got bills, <laughs> so well, I'm, I'm gonna pay your 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 rent, your nails, your hair, 
and what I'm supposed to be looking like, you know, and what are you doing with your money? <laughs> you know, she's saving, she's saving that 30k and she's spending your 30k, that's what she's doing with it. And I'm supposed to be okay with that, yeah, you know? because she's having sex with you, so that's the trade off. It's 30k vagina. I'm gonna let y'all on a little secret that I've heard <laughs> through rumors that I heard that you can go to some of these third world countries <laughs> and and spend less than that. Now, again, rumors that I've heard, um, we're but, never gonna be sponsored. Go ahead. <laughs> this is, again, this is I mean, you can Google this stuff, so <laughs> I'm not telling you anything that's but I hear that if you're that desperate for sexual intercourse, uh, you can either fly domestically, and I'm pretty sure it's legal in some states, I mean, some states locally, or you can fly overseas, and I'm pretty sure you can find it at a reasonable price, but I guarantee you it would be cheaper than paying for that mud duck. So, all that to say that for someone, that, for a female to have, and even if a guy has that mentality, I don't know why a guy would have that one, but for a girl to have that mentality, they have lost their mind, and I, they'll probably be single for a long time. So, I want to take this moment uh, throughout the, this podcast, you're going to notice that more than likely Nick or some of our other friends that we bring on may be the ones to say certain things. And then you'll notice that uh, once we get to a stopping point, I'll be the one to kind of clean those things up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is the that first case of that. So um, we are not advocates of any type of human trafficking at all um, we are not advocates of, of any woman being forced to into prostitution or anything of that nature we don't want you all to think that that's what we're advocating because a, a lot of times that's what happens and that's how those women end up in those situations um, as sex workers uh, but we also are not people who shame sex workers as well so i mean if that's what you choose to do then that is your choice but we are more on in line with wanting to make sure that it is your choice so that's what nick was alluding to there and uh i just wanted to clean that up so back to our regular <laughs> schedule podcast um so yeah man no i <laughs> oh man so i like you struggled to figure out where I wanted to begin with this. And we'll even take how she looks out of the equation. I will tell you there's not a chance. <laughs> there, there, there is not like first of all, even if I do have an extra 30k a year just to be just as my trick off money. This is money set aside for tricking off. I'm not tricking off on your like that's stupid. Like why would I do that? Now, don't get me wrong. I told, I've spoken on here about being married and I'm a happily married man. And I do believe, I believe in some form of gender roles. Now, that's the topic that we can get into later. So don't kill me on that until you actually hear what my opinions on that are. But at the end of the day, it falls on the man to provide for his family, for his woman, the woman he chooses. When I say that, notice I said family, meaning we are married, meaning that I am responsible for this household. First of all, I've got to pay your rent. We aren't married. We aren't. In, if I got to pay your rent, you need to live with me. Uh-huh. 
I'm not paying sixteen hundred dollars so you can have your 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 freedom to do whatever you so choose to do over there, and you just come through when no no because that's not how how this gonna work. So, bam, right there, I've already cut sixteen hundred dollars out of your budget. Um, secondly, I don't want a woman who sees that I have an extra thirty k and is like, let's spend it. Like if you're not of the mindset of let's invest it, let's grow it, let's save it, let's set it aside for rainy days, let's set it aside for when we need another vehicle or to buy an investment home. Like these are the what you should be thinking. Because you know that as my wife I'm gonna provide for you. So you should be thinking along those lines of what else can we do with that money that's going to set us up for generations mm-hmm. to come. Not, I need to make sure that all of these bills are paid by some man that I don't even live with. Like, that's insane. Also, to your point, you've got me, uh, I'm a high school football coach. Um, <laughs> I uh, work in, in the public arena, so I have to choose my words casually, uh, carefully. So, you've got me messed up is what we'll say. If you think that you're about to walk into my house or walk into a date with me and tell and demand that I pay your bills. I don't know what you think that this is, cuz, but this ain't that. You got the wrong person, bro. Um, yeah, man. No, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, it was hilarious when I saw it, and I was looking at the the, the comments and everything. And I mean, 30K? I, I, a lot of people were in agreement with us and saying, you know. How can she demand that? I mean, I've seen a lot of females on the same uh, tip saying, you know, she's crazy. She's not going. So it, that was refreshing to see that not everybody shared her same thoughts um, on that. And again, we can have a deeper discussion on kind of gender roles in a relationship or marriage. We can have that at a, another time. But yeah, that was hilarious for her to demand that while she just does whatever she wants to do with her money. That's I think that's crazy. I'm going to text you the follow-up picture too they took a they found a uh, real life photo of her uh, <laughs> uh, you got the internet yeah i'm gonna send it to you she's got a uh four for four sitting in front of her by the way too so do with that information what you will um she couldn't even get a baconator but i digress <laughs> she can't even get a 50 cent frosty from me man look um so last topic and I'll let you get ready for your uh, your vacation. There um, <laughs> we go. Hey, man, it is what it is. Y'all have fun. Y'all boys enjoy. Um, <laughs> kind of building off of that, what is the most that you would pay for a date? And when you say the most, are you referring to, um, like, going out? Because it's, it's different. I mean, like going out to eat is different from going to like a uh, a concert or a sporting event, um, and it also depends on when you say date. Are you referring to trying to get to know someone, or you're you're pretty much y'all that y'all 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 are dating? Um, so the expectation you you don't mind spending a little bit more. So I guess I need a little bit more context to is it I'm just now getting to know you type thing. I mean, I don't care you know, whether you're getting to know her. Whether you already know her, 
Like, what's the most? I bought two tickets to a football game before, and it was like maybe came out to like 170 180 together. $170? Ooh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, and um, that's I mean, gonna be my reaction no matter what amount you said. Thirteen dollars, and you would have said that. So. <laughs> but it, it also depends. Like you know, I knew they were a fan of the team, so uh, they were playing, so I got the tickets. Uh, but would I have done that to someone that I'm just now trying to get to know? Probably not. All right, so you you're I set the situation. So you know this chick. You know what I'm saying? Y'all been out on a couple of dates. But y'all aren't like officially together. What's the most you're willing to? What's Nick breaking out the black card and spending? Well, I guess that black card got a Visa logo on it. But um, I think it's hard to put a, a number on it. I mean, I'm not gonna spend anything outlandish. Like would I, you spend, would you spend five hundred dollars? Oh, hell no. That's how they have the band that. I spent 500 total because somehow I ended up in jail and needed bail. So <laughs> I, I, I put that into the cost of the date. But uh, no, I, I don't think. So let's say maybe max is 100. But if it, if it went over that, would I, I would pay it. But then I'll have to reconsider, like, what, what the hell did we just do that I need to spend over $100 on this date? And do I really want to go on another one? So I w- I could leave it at a hundred dollars. I don't I don't see a situation outside of a concert or something where you couldn't have a good time under a hundred dollars for two people, unless you went to Chris or something like that. And uh, we don't need to do all that. Yeah, that that's what I'm looking for. That's gonna be the controversy right there because it's gonna be women saying a hundred dollars. You're gonna be called all type of cheap. And it's also the type of females you're looking for, like. I I don't want to attract a female that puts a price tag on a good time. Uh, so if we should be able to have the same amount of fun for twenty dollars that we can have for a hundred dollars. Like the person being in your presence is the price. I mean the the price of admission really. So yeah, that should be that they don't want to hear the truth. They better know who they who they with. Bruh. They need to be paying you to be to hang out with you. Ain't that right? I mean that is the next step. Like <laughs> making, making them put a deposit down, but uh, no, I think I mean to me it's like I, I can have fun doing nothing. So me going out and doing something is just adding to that. And if I'm in the presence of good company, I don't have to do much to have a good time. So I I don't put a price tag on having a good time. It's just you know that can't be your your I guess measuring stick of should I be with this person because they're spending a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars on me. Each time we go out, that's I think that's dumb. You send yourself up for failure. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I don't know how much you can speak on it because you you've been out the game for like forever. So, but uh, I'm in these streets. I just be in the streets with my wife. <laughs> um, so I don't know what you young Thundercats out there are spending on a date, um, but for us, because it's my wife. You know, our my money is her money and whatever. Yeah. Like we share, so it's really she's cheaper than I am. So I don't that thought has never even crossed my mind. But it just depends on where you're. You know, saying what we're what we're doing. Like we spent a couple of hundred dollars to go uh to the on the run tour on the run on the run tour. Yeah. Um, we spent. You know, I 
spend a couple hundred dollars for her to go to Adele. Um, I mean, you know, we buy vacations. I guess vacations may or may not be a date, depending on how people look at it. Um, you know, we've been to some nice restaurants where you spent, you know, a little change. Um, so, I mean, it really just depends. But for me, for a date, it really, like, I mean, because it's my wife, it really just depends on what we're trying to spend. So maybe, I don't know, 500 if you're talking dinner and but it's also a wife, so I mean, yeah, it's different. Like, and each other's money, so it's not like you're coming out of pocket and that's it. Oh no, I am. <laughs> right now, like total, like uh, whenever I am. I will. <laughs> I so, no, trust me, she's not listening this far. So, um, <laughs> no, um, hey, honey, that was a joke. I love you. If, if you do get to all of it, but the end of it. Yeah, if you get this far, baby, I was just joking. I didn't mean none of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, so I think it just depends. Like you said, it depends on where we're going. But uh, I mean, $100, ugh, I, if you're listening to this, send us a, uh, send me or Nick a message because we're probably friends on social media and let me know what your thoughts on that are. Um, if you're listening to this and you have a topic that you want to hear us talk about, feel free to shoot it to either one of us. We'd love to have you on and just have a big party and talk about things going on in the world. If you are a nice young man and you find Nick attractive, please send me a message. Um, wow. yeah, man. Anything else you want to add before we close out? <laughs> uh, second of all, I'm not gay. <laughs> out there for anyone that don't know us and yeah. Mike on the the jokes that Russell has, uh, nothing. I have nothing against gay people. I, <laughs> I want to put that out there. I, have I mean, that, disclaim, that disclaimer is always funny. <laughs> I, you know, in today's world, uh, I, I say do whatever makes you happy. Um, Bro, but, you can't just tell people that you're that you're not gay, and without saying that you ha- that you don't have anything against gay people. Like that's crazy. Like, no, it's not because I don't have anything against them. But I don't have an interest of the same sex. I like women. Man, just... Their community, the LGBTQ, I think that's there may be a few more acronyms now, but man, they are they are out you. Like if they... you say anything wrong, they are on your head. Yeah, they are uh and they have some power. <laughs> So, you know, I, I have, like I said, you know, do what makes you happy. I have no problem with it. But me personally, I prefer a woman. And so if you are interested in me, I appreciate it. But uh, I just don't want you to say, I want you to save your free data. And um, don't send that message to Russell. Uh, you're so problematic. <laughs> well, yeah, man. So I'm going to get off of here. I'm going to go wrap up uh, the weekend, wrap up a little business I've got. Rolling, um, hit the gym one more time and just enjoy the weekend. I'm gonna hit this grill, get a couple of drinks, and chill out, man. Yeah, and I'm about to hit this road, uh, have a good time, enjoy the weekend, uh, enjoy this Memorial Day weekend. Um, RIP to all the lost soldiers. Um, that's a real reason for Memorial Day weekend, so I just want everybody as well. Um, but I'm excited about this podcast. Excited about the topics that we're going to touch. I, I think it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a good listen. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, they can grow. 
And um, again, we would love your feedback on topics, uh, you know, how you think we're doing, uh, any tips, uh, just anything like that. So uh, we're not opposed to it. So we appreciate you listening. All right. Peace. Is that what, is that, is that a good exit?